Welcome back, group members. We got the whole crew here for our side session. It's me, Dr. Kristen Casey. We have KBI, Dr. Jess, Dr. J. And today we're talking about the What About Me effect. The inspo for the side sesh came from a video from Sarah the Book Fairy on TikTok. So let's jump right in. Can someone tell us what the What About Me effect is? Who's good at summaries? I know. It's a loaded <laughs> question. Honestly, it's so loaded and I don't want to answer it because I'm hosting. So, so I was going to punt it to Justin. <laughs> I was going to punt it to Justin too. Okay. Um, no voted. Just give it a whirl. And we'll, add, we'll add in some details if you forget it. We got your back. So Sarah the Book Fairy put together a good couple minute video that essentially, I'm going to use her big example she kept saying, but like basically on social media, when people see content and no matter what the content is, they'll project themselves into it and make it about them. And her example was she was watching somebody do a big bean soup recipe. And one of the comments in there was, what if you don't like beans? And then she was using herself as an example. She's like, you know, I, I don't eat gluten or like, what if I don't eat gluten? Am I going to go on to every video I see with bread and be like, how, how am I supposed to eat this? Cause I don't eat gluten. <laughs> and so what she was describing is on social media, especially you see people take content and make it about themselves, even when it has nothing to do with them. It's like they kick context aside and will try to make it about them. Mm -hmm. Did, what did I miss? Summary. Chef's kiss. Perfect. The only thing I would add in, and Sarah talks about this in her video, it's not the same as being like exclusive. Like it's not when content mm -hmm. is intentionally like excluding people, like not using inclusive language. It's mm -hmm. like when it's specifically targeted, like an example, I get so many curly hair videos on my TikTok for you page. I have like the straightest hair ever. And so <laughs> it would be like me commenting on like the curly girl method. Do I watch them? Yes. Why? I don't know. I've never had curly hair in my life. <laughs> but it would be I like me commenting on it and being like, well, what if I have straight hair? It's like, well, the video is not for me. It's specifically mm. for wow, people with curly hair. Mm -hmm. And I think she, she also mentioned, I, I love that as an example, because I mean, I could even think about too, when I scroll, I'm like, if something doesn't apply to me, I just keep scrolling, you know? Um, but I think there is a part of me too, that, that in my mind, I say, Oh, it'd be cool if they did that. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, it'd, it'd be great if, but I don't comment it cause it's not about me. But I think really thinking about the creator's intended audience is helpful too. Cause it's not yeah. all about us. You know, there's certain things that like people who like to ride dirt bikes, like I've never been on one. I have no interest. I mean, maybe I'll try it once if KBI makes me, but like, it's not made for me. But if I was like, can't you do bicycles? That's what I do. I ride my bike. Every like, it's just like, it doesn't fit, you know, even though I'm thinking like, oh, this would be cool. This would be badass, you know. Do, do I look like I would have ride a dirt bike? You might. You surprise me every day. So. Yeah. Why else would you live in Maine? Why? Do, what, this, I'm here against my will. Okay. Yeah. I would choose to live in 90 million other places than this hellhole. What yeah. about Missouri? I would probably move to Missouri. Honestly. No way. I'd rather move to Maine. Are you kidding me? No. But I, one of the things I also really liked what she said is, is that there, that she believes it's more than just like this comment, this lack of common sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She did say that. 
it's more that it's more of this kind of ideal that we're creating around like this individualistic culture mm-hmm. and that it's more than just like lacking of common sense or I forget the other word that she used in the video, but, um, but that it's more like how social media and, you know, specifically I can speak to the, like our country, but like of this individualistic, like, bubble that we all are in mm-hmm. so we think the what about me effect is real is what yes. i oh i've seen it absolutely a lot i've seen it and like part of me is like so like there's like 10 15 percent of me that's like but i kind of don't blame people like the comments suck mm-hmm. but like in my mind i'm like just the psychology of it makes sense because like you're the main character in your own life. You're obviously, Mm -hmm. we're all very egocentric, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. So I can understand people thinking that, you know, and then I'm like, look at the outcome of like what that comment might do. You know what I mean? Like, I think that part Mm -hmm. I struggle with a little, you know, and people freedom of speech, I get it. Um, But I just always think about if you're commenting that, what is your intended what what is your what do you what are you hoping that creator does you know like what's the per that part I, I i that's what i struggle with i think mm-hmm. yeah i i love the video i definitely think it's real and i think it all relates back to the system of social media mm-hmm. it is literally called the for you page mm-hmm. when True. you go on to social media nowadays it is supposed to be a curated video thing for you. Mm-hmm. It's not the old days where you type in Google bean soup. No, <laughs> that would make more sense to me. But you're going on there. People think this video is for them. Mm-hmm. And I'll add to that, meaning you gain more by typing your comment and putting it out there, no matter how contrarian it is, than saying nothing. We think from a creator perspective, I sure as hell do, oh my God, every video I post, here come the contrarian comments. So I related to it. I was like, dang, Sarah, I'm with you 100%. But think about this. Why would someone lob a contrarian comment into something? They want to be seen. They Mm -hmm. want to be heard. They want someone to say, hey, I also don't eat beans. But what Sarah's saying is it hurts. And Sarah, if I'm wrong, you know, correct me. But it hurts me as a creator because I'm saying that as a creator, I'm saying it hurts me to see all these contrarian comments. But can I understand why those contrarian comments are there? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I get mm-hmm. it. You're rewarded for doing it. You find mm-hmm. like-minded other people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I think to your point, like the algorithm is just going to keep pushing that shit your way because you're commenting. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. that's the sad True. part. You know, that's, <laughs> that's why and, Jess and it's, don't get curly haired videos. Because she's all over she that. She watches them. Her whole for you them. page is curly hair TikTok. My defense, yeah. my daughter has curly hair, so I need to like, you know, prepare for the future. Okay, but. Okay. Yeah, there's a rationale. We're still judging. And it's there's cool. a rationale there, like, though. It's very interesting. <laughs> it's not, nothing I've ever had to do in my life. But yes. Um, no, Justin, I think you make really great points. And I think just with the, you said the system of social media, but social media, we receive like immediate feedback in so many ways. And, yeah. you know, like, and we like that instant gratification. 
So if somebody is like scrolling and it's like, this doesn't really apply to me, but it's the for you page, or they're just like, well, I'm just going to comment to see who else doesn't like beans Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Like you said, they're going to get that engagement. They're going to get that interaction. I also think back, and this is kind of, if I thinking from like a behaviorist perspective and like early childhood development, attention is attention. So I'm like, feedback is feedback. So even if people are commenting, well, what if you don't like beans and people are responding to them, like, then why are you watching a bean video? Like go find lentil soup instead. They're still getting that engagement. But I guess like, lentil's a bean, lentils. right? Like, now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> mushroom soup. Mu- yeah, mushroom. Whatever. mushroom. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Whatever. What if I don't like black beans? Okay, go like, whatever. But like yeah. you're still getting that few and just like and I'm not comparing people like teenagers or adults on the internet to like young children, but if a young kid is not getting attention for doing all good things, they're going to get attention in any way. Exactly. And that's not true, necessarily a bad true. thing. We all like attention. We all like validation. Mm-hmm. We all like feedback. And I don't know what you all think, but I feel like, especially since the pandemic happened, so many of us became so isolated that social media is our primary form of connection with other people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, and I, and I think, too, that, I mean, they've done... I can't remember when I read it several years ago where they were studying the impact of likes on our dopamine receptors Mm -hmm. and dopamine engagement. Mm -hmm. And, you know, all you have to do is leave. I don't like beans on a bean video. And if one person likes that, like that, then one part, like you get that. Ooh, Mm -hmm. it's like a little, like, little light bulb that goes off it is Go i was just gonna say yeah in, in the contrarian comments I, they always get likes almost always i shouldn't say oh, yeah. but so often they get like four or five you know a good amount of likes and I, it encourages it so I, yeah mm-hmm. i'm with you no totally and i think too it's like those comments like as a creator i see it like okay everybody's got a different life experience like i could rationalize it the best way i know how but then i'm like why are you here? Like, you know what I mean? And I think mm. it goes back to whatever we're saying. Cause I, I was going to ask you guys, how do you think the, what about me effect affects mental health content? You know, like, I think that there's like a different kind of vibe a little bit. And I, I see you all just kind of shuddering. So I'm like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, maybe I shouldn't have asked that. No, I, no, I think it's a really good question. And the reason I shut it, cause I can think of a very recent, comment I got that was exactly this. Um, and I won't go into detail. Just as having a flashback. No, basically I made a post on (laughs) passive suicidal ideation and somebody made a comment in the effect of the, what about me effect? And it was not the point of my post and it also lacked Mm -hmm. nuance. And I tried to engage with them and then it, because I do that. I'm not like KBI and just block everybody because I was trying to engage for clarification. But I think for mental health content, in many ways, it can be even more. The word coming to mind is scary. I don't know if that's the right word or detrimental because we have talked on this podcast so much that mental health is so nuanced. No single Mm. post, no single video can get all the nuance. So if we're making a general, I don't know, 
video about depression, that's not necessarily going to apply to the person that has, you know, depression related to this chronic illness related to X, Y, or Z compared to somebody Mm -hmm. like, but we get those comments all the time. Or like, I get a lot about, well, what about if X, Y, or Z? And like, that's not what the video was about. Yeah. And for me, at least, sometimes I feel frustrated because I feel like, oh, was the point of my video missed? But other times I feel like as a creator, I'm like, oh my gosh, now do I need to make a video about this? Or now do I need to clarify Mm -hmm. this? I don't know what y'all's experiences are. I mean, yes. There are lots of times where I'll get, um, you know, comments and I'm like, like, and I don't get repetitive comments where I'm like, I have to, like, do I have to then further clarify what is, what is being done? Like I, um, in the United States a couple weeks ago, right. We had the national alert. And I made a video about said national alert, just letting people know it was coming. And if you were in unsafe situations, you had a hidden cell phone, you might want to make sure it's off. Mm -hmm. The amount of people in that comment section who are like, well, I live in Japan. Will it go off for me? I don't have a cell phone. Do I need to worry about it? Oh man, because it's like I know people are smart. You know what I mean? Like it's like come on. But (laughs) kind of like we talked about at the beginning, right? I'm sitting there as a creator, being like, but I'm also like like, engagement. Yep. (laughs) True. I mean, a win is a win. You know, a win is a win. But um, but like to the point that I ended up making a follow up video (laughs) of just like these are the things I'm hearing about the most. FEMA is an American agency. This is happening in America. If you're in Japan, you're not going to get this alert. Like, and so, you know, there are times where you do feel like that's not mental health specific, but you feel that need because you're getting it so much Mm -hmm. that you're like, okay, did I miss an important nuanced piece in this that Mm -hmm. I, that I do need to follow up in this? Um, but then half the people who have already commented are not going to see that video. No. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like people wanting to do their drive by comments. And I think <sighs> some people want the like, some people want this, some people just in a moment, like impulsivity, they just want to say their thing and like lob it. And they probably don't have a lot of interest to circle back. But it is. I was thinking the same thing. Like I had a meditation video. This was a while ago. So I can call this out. This person's priority forgotten. And they typed a long response to my meditation video. And they're like, I'm so sick of meditation being shoved down our throats. It's triggering for me. And no one ever considered. And it was just like a long thing. And I'm like, yo, like within the realm of mental health i think of this as an example all the time like do you know how many people get bitten by dogs every year and develop dog phobias and yet how many people hesitate to put their dog on their facebook on their tiktok on their whatever and not consider all the people who have dog phobias and i'm like it, to me it does it highlights exactly what we're talking about where it's like i'm not trying to minimize your experience 
but it is literally impossible to think of everyone all the time. Mm -hmm. And I know all of us on here are all about inclusivity, (laughs) marginalized groups, people who have been, you know, systemically oppressed and continue to be that again, that can be a part of the conversation, but that's not what we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. It's, it's when any video you do immediately make it about you and not consider the creator whatsoever, or as K10 put earlier, like the creator's intent or, you know, of the, the message. Yeah. It's, I think you described it beautifully. I think that's one of the points that Sarah made too, was like, it's literally like, you don't know what you don't know as well. You know what I mean? So like you're making a video and there's this vast nuance of like all these other people and populations you should consider, consider the major ones, you know, if it's something that's like, you know, you're not including like a certain intended audience that should be included or Mm -hmm. even like, like I know all of us, we, we do a lot of this, at least I do. I do a lot of disclaimers, especially when I talk about sleep stuff and mental health, because not everybody has access to a bed. Not everybody has a safe place to sleep. Like all these things, right? That's different than like somebody commenting and saying, well, I don't have that mattress. It's like, okay, I, I don't fucking know what to say. Like, sorry. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, what, what am I supposed to say? You know? Um, so I, I do think it's, it's really important to consider that. But at the end of the day, I just, I kind of wonder about like, the trajectory of this too. Like, mm-hmm. is this getting worse? Like, like, you know what I mean? I'm like, that way that we're talking about, I'm like kind of scared. I'm like, is this just going to get worse? Because I experience it just like you guys have all described too on TikTok at least. I want to say the cynical side and then I want to ask y'all a question. The cynical side of me says, no way anything's going to change. No way. Mm-hmm. For the points KBI made, mm-hmm. the dopamine hit, the reward you get from being contrarian, it's not going to go away. There's no chance. And if everybody was forced to make 50 videos and be a content creator for a month and you have to, do you think it would lessen this effect? If you put your videos to public and not private. Oh, all public. Okay, cool. I was like, okay. You have to make 50 videos and put them out there. No accounts where you posted nothing. 50 videos. It could be educational. could be about your life. could be anything. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like it would be easier for most people to empathize with content creators, but I don't know that it would. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Because I, I think like, like you said, we're so rewarded for it that it's like, and I think there's just like a bigger picture purpose of like these social media apps make tons of money per year and they thrive off of engagement, you know? So I just like always think about that too. Like they don't care. They're like, yeah, comment away. Well, that's like what I said, right? Like, yeah, sometimes I get a comment. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Seriously, but then I then I can quickly flip and be like, <laughs> "That's engagement." Like again, yeah. when it's about things like bean soup, like and mm-hmm. and things like yeah. that, like you know. But I think that if more people really understood that process and how inundated, like I think it would shift. Just as I don't know if it would get rid of completely, but I think it would shift absolutely. Mm-hmm. So to play devil's advocate, I do wonder, because reflecting on what K-10 was saying about, you know, it's not about, and Justin as well, you know, we all try to be inclusive. And, you know, when I'm thinking about the comments, when I think of the what about me effect, it is over like silly things like, well, what if you don't like beans? It's never Mm -hmm. like, hey, I hold this marginalized status 
and mm. I sh- my voice should be heard in this conversation, but you intentionally mm. excluded me. It's it's more of the like, what if I have straight hair? How can I use this curly girl method? Mm. You can't because yeah. that doesn't apply to you. So my thought process is if the people that, and I think we all fall victim to the what about me effect. And I know K10 said that, but the people that may be engaged in it most, if they were to make content, they would make content specifically to people like them. And if we're following the algorithm, would it just get fed to the same people like that have those same things? And then it would just kind of reinforce. Maybe. And I don't know. I mean, but then I never know how the algorithm works. It takes a viral video. That's all it does. It takes, it takes a video that starts to leave your intended audience. Like a lot of this happens. It happens when your videos leave your intended mm-hmm. audience. Like, they do. Like, That's happened so many times. The, the yeah. hill I'll die on all the time is like, I hate when videos go viral. The dopamine enjoys it. Everything else, I don't oh, enjoy yeah. it. Because you've now left your, in- like when a video hits 2.5, mm-hmm. 3 million views, like I had a video on Facebook get Currently at like 5.7 million views. I got 30,000 followers on Facebook. It has left my intended audience and anybody who knows anything about my content. Which then that is the only... And I think sometimes with the what about me too is like that's the only thing you're getting of that person as well. Mm Yeah. Yeah. I made a video. It was my first video on TikTok. I almost quit like day one on TikTok. And I, I wasn't even doing it intentionally. I, the lighting was shitty. I think I've told you guys about this video before. It was about cognitive distortions. Literally the most educational. I hid my tattoos. I was trying to be professional. I didn't know who the fuck I was three years ago. Whatever. Right. So I'm all buttoned up and I'm making this video on cognitive distortions. And I literally just talked about catastrophizing. And that was it. Talked about research. I cited articles. Like it was crazy. And it went viral and it was great. And then it left my community. Like literally I only had 50,000 people at that time. Like it was just like a really big viral video. It wasn't my first video. It was my first viral video. And wow. Why are you using your degree to like brainwash people? Like we can't control our thoughts. Why are you trying to control my thoughts? Like, I don't want to think about my thoughts. I wasn't thinking about my thoughts until I watched this video. Like it was crazy. And I was like, Oh my God, this is just literally research. You know, if you don't want to, you know, whatever. Cause at that time I was just doing sleep stuff, not mental, a lot of mental health stuff. And wow. I was like, fuck this. Like what? <laughs> like this is so stressful, but everybody was making it about them. Like I've never experienced this. Mm-hmm. Or when I do experience this, I cope with it in a different way. Why are you talking about it like this? When in reality, it's okay to have a different experience. Like it's totally cool. Mm-hmm. Nobody's hating you for it. You know? Yeah. I, <laughs> Part of me is like the vast, I can't even remember what the percentage is of like how many TikTok users have never posted a single video. It was Try 90 it. some percent, wasn't it? Try it and feel the heat because it hurts. It's it burns sometimes. This, that's what I'm saying though. Like there's a part of me that's real cynical because I'm like, unless you've done it, I think if, if anybody out there posted 50 videos, they're going to, they're going to get the taste enough to be like, cause it changed it for me. Before I was creating content, it's not like I was, you know, going in all these videos and whatever, but 
I distinctly remember what it felt like when I first started getting those comments and how it does just knock the wind out of your sails. And you're like, dog, Mm -hmm. this meant nothing to you, but I'm reading every one of these comments. Mm -hmm. And you just, I I was on Facebook. I had a good amount of Facebook friends. Nothing simulated it in what KBI and K10 are talking about when it's being seen by thousands into millions of people. And you're just getting pummeled with all these comments. It, It's wild is the way I can word it. But until you've had this like exposure experience, I, don't, I think the vast majority of people don't care. And I'm, I'm not saying the general public is crude. I'm just saying they're like, no, whatever. Cause they will, they won't have that experience for themselves of putting themselves out there to potentially millions of people. And having that feedback land back on you. Because if you did, I think you would think twice. Mm -hmm. And and I think, too, the screen creates a barrier between me and you. Totally. I would guarantee to speak that a large chunk of the individuals who leave comments like that of, you know, well, what if I don't like bean soup? That type of... That wouldn't be a conversation if we were having it face to face. No, even if you're a stranger, I guarantee you're not coming up to me. I look weird. First of all, I have a resting bitch face and you're never going to say those things to me. Like literally. Right. So it's like that screen is like, I feel like it reinforced, like just was talking about in another episode, like those variables that like mediate or moderate certain things. And I think like that screen is like one of those factors of it makes it easier for people to engage in it. And then also it like just reinforces that what about me effect. Cause you're literally in your own bubble when you're on social media, you're just looking at your phone alone, you know, and you want connection. And if you don't like bean soup, I guess you'll find a bean soup video and just comment hate on it. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. Is this happening outside social media? So now that every, all our listeners like, we don't care about you content creators. Is it, is are we seeing this outside social media? I don't think so. I mean, I'm thinking of those people that like, you'll talk about something and you'll, they'll like always counteract what you're saying. I don't think that's the what about me effect though. It's like, oh, well, I can't relate to that. Oh, this is what, what it's like for me. It's like, it's, uh, it's very othering in a way. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't think it has that same vibe. It's just like, yo, I just don't agree with what you're saying. Like it's just, and it's within a natural conversation, but I don't know. So one thought I have is that I feel like many people on social media and it's the, you know, the nature of social media is curated people. And I don't fault anybody for doing this. Think every video is made specifically for them. Like a lot of times we forget, like it is made for the masses. Right. Um, And so if a video comes across and you're like, nope, that, that doesn't align with me. Let me comment because everything on social media is made for me, um, you're more likely going to comment. So to bring that to your question, Justin, is this happening in real life? I wonder if it's not as much because when you're actually in a one-on-one conversation with a person, you're probably not talking in general. Or if I'm like, Hey guys, I made this really cool bean soup recipe. Would anybody want it? And you're all like, nah, I don't like beans. Okay. Then I'm not going to tell you about my bean soup recipe. (laughs) Right. Like, I I feel like that's it. Interactions different. Like when you're having one-on-one interaction, you're usually engaging in a conversation where both parties are interested, but on social media, 
we make videos for the masses, but people take them. I mean, how many times have any of us seen a video and like, Ooh, like, or commented my for you page really said for you. Like it hits home. Yeah, right. I feel like it's yeah. just yeah. for us. Right. And then, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That was just my thought. On that. I, well, and right, how you often could see you, tone. And how often are you engaging with strangers in real life like that? You're not. Can you imagine? How no. do you feel about bean soup? Like, it's just like, oh my God. Tomorrow when I'm around in the hospital, you? I'm going to just ask everybody. Be like, You're at the grocery you store, someone just caught you. You had all the beans and things in your cart. They start shaking your cart. What or, you or, you're like, I'm just here shopping. I just want to make my, it's, I, I'm shopping for me, not you. It's literally it in real life. Like you're down the bread aisle, you're getting gluten-free bread and everybody's like, I hate that they're pushing this down our throats. It's like, I'm literally like, I have celiac disease. Like, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like, what are you supposed to say? So yeah, I don't think it really happens in real life as much. This is twice that our dogs have made it about them by crashing <gasps> the short story. This he's going to keep barking because he can't get on the bed because the curtains are drawn. He is so cute. <laughs> he's such a dick. Now we need to forget about the example I gave of dog phobias as we... I, yeah, as we have a dog. I do. I do ask my clients like if they're okay with dogs, just because we're in session. But I'm not right. asking like the general public. I don't care. You know, it's like. Anyways, it goes back to nuance, and like it we does. can't predict every single human being out there, like as mm -hmm. professionals, but as humans, like we're well intending most of us. And it's like I think some people, because of their experience, their trauma, or whatever, they they take things in a way that it feels more personal. And again, there might be good reasons for that. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us for our side sesh. Uh, share, rate, subscribe. As Justin says, throw it in the group chat from for one of your besties who does this to give send him a little message, you know, mm. just let him know, hey, we see what you're doing and you need to know. So we'll see you next week in group therapy. Bye. Bye.